So we just finished up our week two call and well, is it week two? I mean, technically. Well, our second week of this, um, this dive into our, our values and our uh, principles of high impact coaching and we spoke on integrity and you just I've been, raised- I've, I've been meaning to tell you that uh, yeah. the high impact coaching, I, I really, I really like that. Is that a thing already? I feel like I, it's already a thing. I, I think, I don't, do you think it's a thing that already exists? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Well, we, we created it. That's possible. But when, when we write a book and it says that we need to not get sued for copyright infringement, True. you know, But yes, we uh we're talking about integrity. Yeah, and 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 we were just having the conversation about doing the dishes. <laughs> and, and I could and I could, you- I could just not do the dishes and pretend I didn't see them and <laughs> let my wife deal with it when she comes home. That would probably not go over well. She would do it. She wouldn't even have a problem with it. But the long term is the long term effect is that I know I could have done it. Yeah. And if if I can do anything to simplify her life, I should always take that opportunity, you know? Definitely. And our call yesterday, we talked about the, the, the integrity aspect of um, what it means to be a high impact or have a high impact on your coaching. And we went into a lot, we went in a lot of different directions that, that I didn't even think about when, when we started organizing this. And, and I, I found it very valuable could you talk about those points, those key points that you had mentioned in your in your talk yesterday? You know, you know, it's funny that we just got on the topic of the whole. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. You know, you were talking about the the dishes and and uh, whether whether or not you did them and whether or not it would be a problem if you didn't do them, and it just it just reminded me of something that we've talked about before on on a call that I think should have been should have been in with our talk yesterday with uh and that's the concept of you know how you do anything is how you do everything and and you know I don't necessarily know that it was missing but it definitely could have been added to you know what we discussed yesterday uh and as far as going over the the list of things that you know we we talked about yesterday i still believe that you know it, it starts with like how 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 a coach how a high impact coach should define integrity and and that and i believe and i I'm, i think you agree with me is that is that you should always do what is right especially when no one is looking and i think that i think that's a a 
good definition of integrity for a coach. And then, you know, you got some key points that you hit. And um, we came up, I came up with four of them for yesterday's talk. And the first one being practice what you preach and then staying in your lane, having flexibility and following through. And, uh, you know, when we discussed. Not in any order, though. Like no, not in any order at all. They're, they're coinciding. All yeah, they're, they're not one of these has more value than the other. Um, and they're all just different aspects of integrity that um, that you can measure yourself against in a lot of ways. I, I think that's like what, what we were trying to get at with the with having these these key points, these key result areas where we can hold ourselves accountable against these, so that we can measure our change or our improvement in this area. Because integrity is something that. Although we all say we have it, not everybody has it 100% all the time because it is difficult. And I think it, I think it's I think it's impossible. It, it's impossible to have it 100% of the time. Yeah, and that was a really great. Um, I guess that was a great takeaway from from yesterday from the call because we were able to get vulnerable with the participants in the in the group and and demonstrate that integrity is a practice just like um you know anything else just like ownership is we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and and ask if what we did was with integrity and how we can do it better next time and just taking ownership over that is step one <clears throat> So we'll dissect those a little bit. What was that first principle again? Practice what you preach, right? Practice what you preach. And, you know, guys, if you want to go back a little bit there, Matt and I do have a whole episode on talking about practicing what, what you preach. Twice uh, now, yeah. What's that? Basically twice because we did the, ep the one about um, how you do anything. Yeah, because they definitely go right in line with each other. So I wrote up a little message underneath each of these key points so practice what you preach when you expect someone to listen to what you have to say and do the things that you expect of them you better be doing the same or something similar yourself imagine being the cancer patient that sees their doctor outside smoking after their appointment in which the patient was told that it was time to quit and it's funny that that was what i wrote because uh, Felipe literally saw this. He, he, and I wrote this before we had our conversation. Like this is exactly what happened to him. He was working in a position and the doctor was outside having a cigarette. I think and, it was a training facility for recovering cancer patients. Yeah. And, and it was the trainer that was smoking a cigarette outside a gym Oh, okay. Where he was training the cancer patients. Could you just, could you imagine being that patient? And what was, you know, what we realized was that it was, you know, it wasn't him that was 
in, you know, holding the cigarette, but he might as well have been. Right. Right. Is it, uh, you have, you have an accountability to yourself and to the people that you surround yourself with. Like if, if you, if you're putting together a team, you got to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Little uh, brief moment of silence. Matt had to get up for a second. It's fine. I had a little, <laughs> a little coffee spill. It's all good. So next on the list was staying in your lane. This means you know your unique ability and you work hard to educate yourself on it and stand behind it. You also will turn away potential clients if you know they need to go somewhere else for a coach. Right. Like you're not taking person that you can't help. A, a, a heart surgeon would not attempt to reconstruct a shoulder. Right. Just doesn't equate. Like your skill set is your skill set. And it's more important for you to, to dive deep into that and, and exploit it in a lot of ways rather than trying to do everything else and failing because it's much more difficult to have integrity and practice what you preach if it's outside of your scope of practice i thought it was great i thought it was great that you referenced uh gary v yesterday because you you nailed it he preaches self-awareness and going all in on what you find that you are good at, you know, like I know in our realm, in the CrossFit realm, it's all, it's all, you got to work your weaknesses. You got to work your weaknesses. But in the real life realm, when it comes to, you know, choosing what you're going to be a professional at, you, you should go all in on what you're good at. And, and if you have weaknesses, delegate those weaknesses to somebody who's good at those things you know so for for us personally you know it's funny like you called both of us out in a in a text message last week saying that you and I are both philosophical so um when it comes to like actually organizing and structuring things uh we both tend to like procrastinate and you know maybe fall short a little bit in that where other people are better at organizing and structuring you know uh stuff like this but when it comes time to actually talk about it and discuss it you know we we're very good at relating it to life and you know and helping people understand you know why things why the things that we are talking about are important yeah it's all about like the the closer and closer and closer you get to working within your skill set and which can change as we discussed yesterday it changes frequently the 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 more valuable you become and the more integrity you're going to have 
you know, the guy who does a little bit of everything or tries to help everyone will in the long run help no one. It's just too much. Not, not, like, not that it's maybe too much time or too much effort. It's just too much for you to fully have a full high impact on an individual when your head is in so many different places. If you are too broad, you have to slow down and therefore you're not going to have the greatest impact on the people you're trying to help. So if you are able to find your niche, niche, whatever, <laughs> if you're able to find your unique ability and, and narrow that down to this small, um, minute area of, skills or talents or abilities or energy effort whatever you want to quantify it with you're going to be much more effective at what you're doing and it doesn't have to it doesn't really mean you only do one thing it means that whatever you're doing has to coincide with that thing and the vision and the importance of that thing so that just allows you to be more um or have more integrity right? It allows you to practice what you're, what you preach easily. You don't really have an option at that point. You're doing it. You just, you live it. And if you want to try new shit, cool. Don't make promises on it though. And that leads us right into the next thing. And that's having flexibility. Mm. And I personally believe that this one comes with a disclaimer. And that disclaimer is not jeopardizing your own happiness when being flexible for someone else because if you jeopardize your happiness your client's going to be able to see that the person that you're trying to help is going to recognize that that you're just not in it okay and what we mean by being flexible is it means that you're willing to bend for the person that you're trying to help you understand and you meet them where they're at but you're also willing to go above and beyond to help them reach their, their goals. <clears throat> and this could be a little contradictory to staying in your lane only if you try to do some shit that you don't know. If your client, if you run into a problem with your client and you can't help them, this is where being flexible comes in and you reach out to somebody else or you pass them off to somebody else. All right. If your client needs to meet you at 5 a.m. because that's the only time that they are available and you're available at the same time, then you need to bend for them a little bit and you need to meet them there unless it's going to make you a miserable person, okay? Because you have to have the enthusiasm to work with that person at the given time or that person's not going to want to continue to work it with you and they're going to lose their trust in you. Yeah, and this is something valuable that I learned recently. It, um, being able to being able to direct someone or point somebody in the right direction is often better for you and your reputation than trying and failing or trying and not giving it a hundred percent. So 
to your reference that you used yesterday is, you know, scheduling a client at 5 a.m. because they really want it. Although, you know, you're, that's not when you're at your best and it would be difficult for you to, to have integrity at that point. So what would be better is something like, hey, that's, that's great that you want to train at 5 a.m. I am, I'm not the guy to do that, to do that with. <laughs> Here's somebody who is. You're, gonna, you're in good hands, right? right? And then you find the person who is hyped up, amped up to do that, right? And then all of a sudden you have, they, they'll look at you, that person that, you know, will look at you and, and you just earned their respect because you were honest and, and vulnerable with them at the moment. It's not like you said, nah, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to pass you along to somebody. It's like, no, I want the best for you. And, and I know that I'm not able to deliver that, but somebody else is. And, you know, it's, it's that referral that kind of creates um, a shared understanding, right? When we, when we refer people, like if, if, uh, if you were to refer me to your tattoo artist, right? Because you know he's the best tattoo artist. You have this, now you're creating a better relationship with your tattoo artist because, hey, thanks for the referral, right? And you're, you're giving me the same experience that you had. So now we have a shared um, understanding of, of, of that and a shared experience. So there's a win-win, right? Mm -hmm. It comes down to part of being flexible and saying, saying no sometimes and being able to say no. And, and, you know, when you mentioned Gary Vee before, I heard him speaking on, you know, I don't know, like an Instagram video or something recently where he said he says no to a lot of things. And obviously, like, if you're, if you're a billionaire or millionaire, you're not, you're not going to say yes to everything. but that's a good place to start, you know, say no to the things that are outside of your realm, but be flexible for the things that are inside of your unique ability. And we understand that some of you aren't in the position to say no at this given time, but make sure that you make those notes to yourself. Like when you're like finding yourself saying, I don't want to do this anymore. You might have to do it for a little bit. That's yeah, man, if you're trying to get after it, like you better suck it up once in a while. But yeah, because that's, that's life, right? Yeah. You, you might don't have get to, to say no to, to everything. You might have to do it for a little bit, but make a note. Man, I really want to say no to this. And then figure out a way to, to get somebody else who is enthusiastic about doing that into that position. Right. It's like, hey, I don't like clean, you know, cleaning the bathrooms. That's not, I don't get joy out of it, but somebody might, you know, yeah. somebody might live for fucking cleaning the bathrooms, you know? <laughs> and, and in fact, by me cleaning the bathrooms, I'm taking away that opportunity for somebody else to, to do it. And, and I know that's a terrible example, but you can relate that to something else. Like I might be doing something that I have that takes away energy that, that kind of gives me a headache or that I feel like I'm not doing a great job with and I'm never going to because I'm not passionate about it. 
somebody else might be dying to start, right? And I just have to find that person, give them the opportunity. But like you said, like you have to do these things at first. And what, you, what we talked about yesterday is creating a, a list of priorities, essentially. Like, you know, what is the first thing that that's going to go once you're able to do, to let it go? Like once you're able to hire somebody or find someone to, to take over that, that job, that responsibility, that task, you know, what's the first thing that's going to go? What's in that, on that list? Which brings us to our next thing. Follow through. So, and this is where you, again, you got to make that check-in with yourself. Before you commit some, commit to something, make sure it's something that you want to do. And once those words come out of your mouth where you say, hey, I'm going to be there at 5 a.m., you damn well better be there. You better be there at 4.50 a.m. ready to go in case your person shows up early. You need to mean what you say when you say it. Personally, I've had a lot of experiences where people have told me they are going to be at an appointment, right? So I, I scheduled an appointment for them. Let's just say it's 10.30 a.m. And I'm there ready to go. I'm waiting. It's 10.25, 10.26, blah, 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 blah. Next thing I know, it's 10.35 and the person's not there. I immediately lose trust in this person. Mm-hmm. So if you, the coach, loses trust in the person for being late, you damn well better never be late. If, if you tell your partner, hey, I'm going to cook dinner tonight, then you better damn well cook dinner. Because if you don't cook dinner, your partner's going to start to lose trust in you. It, so mean what you say and make sure that you follow through on it. That, you know, you say, mean what you say. I think first you have to understand what you mean before you say something. So. What does that mean? Oh, God. It means don't say something for the sake of saying it. Like going back to what we were just talking about, being able to say no. But being able to say yes to something that that does fill your heart, you know? What do you actually intend to do? And then say that. So if a client asks you to, and, and you know what, fuck that. Let's go back a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> you and I have had some you know, we've been doing this podcast for months now. And there have been times where I would tell you like, yeah, we'll get on at two o'clock. And then I'd be laying down, taking a nap. And I'm like, Ron, I'm not into it today. <laughs> when, you know what, what, what I should have done. And, and, you know, there was definitely some scenarios where you were sitting there waiting and what, you know, like, all right, we got a call in five minutes or whatever. And I'm like, 
not ready for it or it's not um, something I, I, you know, that's, it's just too much on my plate at that time. And I just didn't express that correctly. You so overcommitted. I just said yes to satisfy you. Well, not to satisfy you because I did want to do it. It's just like, I wasn't ready to admit that I wasn't ready, you know? Right. So it, it takes, and now I would never do that because I think now I have a different mindset and I'm going to think about things before I say it, but also think about things and weigh them against what I feel in my, and what I feel I'm able to do, what I know now is going to take energy away from me. Like, like, dude, this morning we, we slept in a little bit and I, um, and we, we got on this call at seven 30. I think I, I actually opened it at seven 31. I just got distracted and I was like, Oh shit, we have a call at seven 30. Let me, uh, make sure I jump on that. And I was thinking about it, like maybe I should just text him and say, let's do it next time or later. But I, I know that we need to do this. I know I want to do it. I was just making excuses in my head. So we have to think about what we actually mean and what we want and then weigh it against the bigger picture. Right. And it sometimes it means you have to start something even though in the moment it's not what you want to do because eventually it'll get easier. Maybe waking up, waking up and, you know, training a client at 5 a.m. is what you're meant to do. You just have to start it, right? And you have to weigh it against your vision, your unique ability, and your, like, what you want, right? Like, what, what do you want to feel? How do you want to feel every day? Like, these things makes it much more re rewarding in the end, but you know, we can't, we can't push everything off, right? We can't just, you know, fit into a certain schedule. We have to be flexible and, and you know, who knows, it might turn into something that's great for you. So we're taking advantage of those opportunities, but I'm, I feel like I'm going off on a tangent now, but the, the, um, the idea that's is- That's why people are listening. What? That's why people are listening. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we find a, uh, we have to, we have to figure out what we want, right? Figure out what we mean when we say something, weigh those against each other and then say it. So let's formulate a process here, right? You have to establish the vision, right? What do you, what do you want? after this how do you want to feel after the the training session the coaching call the podcast recording does that impact you negatively or positively is it bringing you closer to your goal or further away if it's bringing you closer you have to do it if it's bringing you further away you have to say no i think that's that's a really easy way to go about it it's probably more um, in depth than that, but good start. What are some simple steps that you believe people can take to develop better integrity? Well, step one, and you know, you had your, your four result areas that we can measure. Um, but as far as action steps you can do right now, number one is, 
you know, let's, let's figure out your unique ability, man. Let's, let's write down and I'll share a document um, in our show notes that has, um, that, that kind of organizes this and explains what each one is, but write down all the things you do or things you want to do or things you have to do. Get detailed with it. Write down a list. It can be as long or as short as you want of the things that are part of your day to day and then organize those by priority. Um, compare them to what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you enjoy doing, what, what you get energy out of, right? And then once you have that list, we can start to focus our energy and attention on certain things. Anything that's not within the, uh, the realm of what you're really, really, really good at or what your unique ability is, it's okay to say no as long as it's not going to neg negatively affect you, right? I'm not going to say no to my wife when she asks me to do the dishes or um, take out the trash or whatever. Um, but I will say no, <laughs> you know, if she says, I want to stay up late and watch a movie, but I know I need to get up early the next day, right? And that's, that's okay because we've established that, that understanding with each other. Um, which if you're in a, a relationship, set some boundaries. It's important. So step one is defining your, your unique ability, man. And, and uh, if that's taking a lot of time, it's good. Let it take time. It's, it's important. It should take, it should, you should put some energy into this. And then step two is once you have decided on the things that you should be doing or approach, Pick something that you've always wanted to do. Say you're going to do it out loud and then do it. And this is a powerful tool, which we discussed on our call. And it's one of the, the tasks that we, um, we gave out. There is definitely something you've been hesitant to do. And you know that if you start it, or if you do it, it's going to bring you closer to your goal. Um, and once we get off this call, I'm going to do something and you'll see, you'll, you'll understand. Mm -hmm. um, but when you, when you say something out loud or even better, say it to a person, I'm going to X, Y, Z, whatever, like I'm going to go walk the dog. You then have to get up and do it. Right. If you say it, and you don't do it, there's a problem, right? Maybe it's not what you really want. Maybe it's not part of your, your, uh, your skill set. Maybe you're just the lazy fuck. <laughs> and, and you need to get over your own shit. That is a real possibility. And that was me for a long time in a lot of different areas because I was not doing what I, what I felt was important to me. I was doing too much of what was not important and that was taking energy out. And I would find myself coming home, you know, midday and just taking, taking a nap or, you know, being lazy. And, and these things are disastrous to us. So identify what you're good at and what you should be doing. 
and then fucking follow through. Take action on these things. Say you're gonna do something and do it. Hell yeah. yeah. I think it's a great place to end. Awesome, man. Hey, thanks for getting up and uh, making the time this morning. This is uh, going a long way. Again, we're gonna share the uh, that unique ability document in show notes as a PDF. So anyone listening can print this out, follow along. We'll, we'll include some instructions too. And then if you, uh, if you like this, if it helped you out, share it with a friend. There's a lot of people out there like us that need um, some motivation and we're, we're looking to give that. So yeah, confidence and trust is what we're aiming for. Thanks again, Ron. Thank you, Matt.